0: Hey, good morning folks, Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO, and I tell you what, you know I was hanging out yesterday over on Facebook just checking out all the crazy and wild stuff that's that's there, and I tell you what, one of the, what I call the next generation of network marketing professionals, Evan Kwasen. Uh, and I, uh, we, we've been connected. I mean, we've connected for years. But I had a great conversation with him last Saturday, and I'm looking at what he stands for, and 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 it's amazing because I see people in America, and across the globe really, that I have grown up with, that to this day make excuses for not succeeding. At the level that they need to succeed at, not talking about the level I want them or somebody else might ex- uh, uh, have them aspire to. I'm talking about what they could do. And Evan's an amazing individual. He's a two-time immigrant. Um, last time he immigrated to the Americas and and has built a phenomenal business, and today uh, he, or this month he's going to be launching – uh, something that I think is very unique, and and it doesn't go live for a couple more months, but he's he's launching Immigrant to Millionaire, and it's and it's, he's he's going to be surrounding himself with people that he's found, who are going to to be able to share with folks industries they've immigrated into or countries that they've immigrated into, where where their lives have changed. And I tell you, to me. <clears throat> That's what it's all about. And here's here's why I bring up Evan today. Because today we're we're looking at some of the stuff I've written down over the years on why influence is so important. And I wrote this after reading John's book on on leadership 101, John Maxwell, if you don't know who we we're, we're talking about. The trust measure uh, the true measure of leadership is influence. Nothing more and nothing less. And I got to thinking about that. And I thought, man, that's what Evan is doing. As a next generation, Gen Y individual, he is kicking it up in a way that that most people don't. And it's because he has this never give up, never make excuses, never never look back attitude. He's just out there kicking butt and taking names. And I believe that's what we all must do if we're going to make life the way we want it. So today we're in the series that I've been doing, because if you guys are just hanging out, we've done a couple of shows on atti- attitude. We've done a couple of shows on on leadership here. And as I studied and thought and, and prepared and looked at different things that we have taken place, I thought, man, this is very important that we look at this. You know, we, we've we studied self-improvement. And I've gone back into my my archives. What I do is I've got, I mean, I've got four or five of these just, Three-by-five card holders full, hundreds if not thousands of three-by-five cards, where I write down important stuff. And I've gotten it. Now I'm using a a mule skin little journal with my book so that I can do this. But it's important that we go back and see what 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 did we – first of all, what did we write down? Second of all, have we learned from it, applied it, and are we growing? And when I studied – Maxwell's book on leadership and on influence, I wrote that down. The true measure of leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And over the years, I've been blessed to watch my influence grow in some areas. And in other areas, now this is the interesting thing. I've seen my influence diminish de- de- Is that the word I want to use? You know, it's just gone away. And that's what I want to look at today. You know, if you're trying to be a leader and you're saying how how can I how can I do this? Then you have to realize it's not about title. Okay? It's about it's about influencing others. It it's about changing lives for people. See, true leadership can't be a, awarded, appointed or assigned. It comes from influence. And it starts with, I think... Now, this is just my opinion. I don't, I don't know if Maxwell or anybody else has ever written this down, but I got it from the Marine Corps because that's what they taught us. If you can't lead yourself, if you're not self-disciplined, then you can never, ever lead someone else. See, that's important. You have to be able... To lead yourself. So true leadership can't be awarded, appointed, or assigned. It has to come from influence, and you have to influence yourself first. You have to be self-disciplined and want to change. And and that's going to bring up, because I'd written down these five myths, and I've been studying them and looking at them, and and, and as I pulled them back out, I thought, man, these are even more true today than they were when I first wrote them down. And, and based on the – I would say I was probably twenty two, twenty three. 23 when I started writing some of this stuff down. But number one is the misconception of the management myth. See, folks believe that leading and managing are the same thing, and that's not true. It's easy to manage because you manage out of fear. You manage out of position. You're, you're influencing people because they have to be influenced. Going back to my military days, the drill instructors were able to corral us as undisciplined, unruly, unorganized maggots were the words they gave us, instead of being a well-oiled machine called the United States Marine Corps. And it was out of fear of what would happen that we paid attention. They were managing us. On week one, they weren't leading us. That came in week 12 when by that time we'd realized they're here to help us. They're not here to kill us. And they became brothers. That's a whole different training. The second myth is that it's the entrepreneurial myth. People assume that all salespeople and entrepreneurs are leaders. That's not true. Matter of fact, if we just look at the at the industry of direct selling, which I happen to be a part of, we see that the majority of sales reps are not leaders. Matter of fact, they can't even influence themselves to be disciplined enough to work their business in a part-time manner. I'm not talking about this crazy crap of, hey, well, you're going to earn $25,000 a month. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about getting to a level to where they say, you know what? We're making a steady two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars a month. This is pretty cool. And they're taking that money and they're disciplined and they're putting that money away to save it for a rainy day or retirement. See, just because somebody's an entrepreneur, somebody's a a salesperson, doesn't make them a leader. They may be able to influence. Now, here's the tricky part. They may be able to influence the clothes but that doesn't mean that they can influence people to make life change it's interesting but it's but when you analyze that you start to realize that number three the knowledge myth it was Sir Francis Bacon who, who made up the myth knowledge is power and you guys know my feelings on this knowledge isn't power wisdom is power and wisdom is knowledge put into action. Now, that's some powerful words when you start to put it into use because it can change your doggone life. Number four is the pioneer myth. Another misconception is that anyone who is out in front of the crowd is a leader. Let me tell you something there are some people that are out in front of the crowd because they're running from the crowd. Because they have mismanaged or misled the organization, and they're saying, I am getting the heck out of Dodge. So just because somebody's out front doesn't mean they can lead. Some people are out front because they manage out of fear. That's interesting. Stalin was that way. Mussolini was that way. The well, not the Ayatollah, really. The yeah, the Ayatollah was that way. You know, you, the list could go on and on of people that have been that way. You know, Manson was that way. Those aren't people that we classify leaders. Bin Laden is that way. Saddam Hussein is that way. Without a doubt, they are in leadership positions. They are out front. But they are managing through intimidation. They are not leading through service. So the pioneering is a myth. Just because you're out front first doesn't mean you can lead. That's probably one reason that we see some brands that make it to the top first fall backwards. Yahoo, who I happen to own stock in, is an example. They started out kicked butt over everybody else as a search engine, and then what happened? They lost their dominance very quickly to Google. The fifth myth is the position myth. We kind of talked about this. See, just because you're a manager, just because you have the title, just because you've been able to make good sales and and now you're in charge of a division, doesn't mean you know how to lead people. This is stuff that I've had to learn over the years. Because so many times people don't get it. See, Maxwell wrote a book called The 360 Leader where it has nothing to do with position. I've told you guys I wear a wristband that says I am second because it's not about being first either. It's about serving others, leading others, if you will. See, that's what it's all about. John once said that if you think you're a leader and that you're leading and you turn around and no one's following, you're just out for a walk. That's a good point. See, followers don't have to usually be there. Constituents don't have to be influenced, if you will. There's a lot of correlations between the the religious community and the direct selling community. Really any sales, but let, let's just use the direct selling as an example. Because they're all volunteering, if you will. And I wrote, this, I wrote this down, and understand I've done a lot of stuff and in, in, in been to a lot of Maxwell's conferences and, and other people's conferences where, where it's business and, and spiritual side. Bill Heibel does one. Andy Stanley does one. I mean, it goes on and on. But here's the deal. I wrote down followers in voluntary organizations can't be forced to get on board. If the leader has no influence with them, they will not follow. See, my role in, in direct selling, my role as the beachside CEO, my role as a as a strategy partner with, with companies, with, with individuals, is not to dictate what they do. It's to lead them in a direction they need or want to go. And the only way I can do that is if they know I am serving them, if they know that I am out here to help them. I had a company once say, Troy, we want to hire you because – You have lots of influence. I said, not if you hire me. I said, people don't follow me because I am hired by a company. They follow me because I tell the truth. When I make mistakes, I apologize. I'm willing to tackle controversial issues that others won't. I try my best to do it in a positive way, but sometimes it can also be pretty negative. But it's through that that we've been able to influence people. I'm taking on a new role here before too long as a chief strategy advisor with some companies. And I think this is what you've got to look at. See, real leadership is being the person others will gladly and confidently follow. And the only way to do that is when they know that you're serving them with an open heart. That it's 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 not about the money. It's not about the power. It's not about the prestige. It's not even about the influence. It's about offering nuggets of wisdom. This is something that even even friends of mine don't get. I live a very conservative life. I don't have really any debt outside of our house. Uh, we live in one of the most affluent areas in Florida. It's the second most traveled to tourist destination. It's a, on a barrier island. There's people that live here that, that i I bump into at Walmart that most of you would know if I gave you their names from from sports figures to movie figures to political figures all have homes here. And people say Troy, how, how can you live there? Well, very simply. My wife and I made a decision. We wanted to raise our family in a nice place. We wanted to be able to enjoy the luxuries of being a, a, an American, really. And we knew to do that, we had to be cautious. doesn't mean I have not made mistakes. Golly, we were bankrupt a couple times. One, due to business, which we can really, I, I attribute it to my, my own frustrations in business, but between hurricanes and the oil spills and a bunch of other crap that took place over the years, it, it, it devastated one of our businesses. We went bankrupt in the 90s due to mismanagement of of, of our finances. So I, I did, not Paige, but I, we learned. So when we moved to Florida, we knew we wanted to be very, very conservative. And you know what? That's what we do. We enjoy life. I have an interesting philosophy in life about leadership. I believe leadership starts with yourself and then expands out to your family. The only way you can lead your family is to be around them. And, man, I've screwed that one up over the years too. But now when I take contracts with companies, they automatically know I'm going to at least have one person that's probably going to fly with me no matter where I go. If it's in driving distance, then instead of flying, we're gonna rent a car and I'm gonna take my family with me and we're gonna enjoy life. I'm gonna I'm gonna build some relationships and some experiences. See, I, I teach people all the time the only way to build a business and a team is to have shared experiences. Well I better have that as a family man too. That's how influence works. And this brings us today. John wrote a brand new book called The Five Levels of Leadership, but I wanna I wanna look at these. In our last fifteen minutes or so on the show, because I want you to start to understand them. the lowest level of leadership level one is position. People follow because they have to this is the This is the part where where leaders are usually the most insecure. The security that they have is based in their title, not their talents. And they get very defensive if somebody around them's better than they are. Usually at this level it's gained by an appointment. Some people call it political. We see this a lot in Washington, as a matter of fact. Most of the time people will not follow a positional leader past their stated authority. Leaders in this area know their job description well and can quote it to everybody else. Level two is what we call the permission level. People follow because they want to. Businessman and entrepreneur Fred Smith said, leadership is getting people to work for you when they are not obligated. This is really the first level of leadership I try to teach people inside of the direct selling arena. So, you know, it's not about your rank advancement. It's about people following you because they want to. This is interesting because a lot of the modern-day organizations we see are like this. Starbucks tries to run their organization. Apple tries to run their organization this way. Um, Harley-Davidson tries to run their organization this way. Now I can tell you this. You can't skip levels in leadership. You're going to start at one and move to the other. Usually at level two, you're looking at leaders who truly love people. They love hanging out and being around them. They want to raise those people up that are with them. They don't want to hold them back. They look for win-win situations. And they start to study and learn how to deal wisely with difficult people. Level three is production. People follow because of what you have done for the organization. Now, this is pretty cool. When you get to this level, sometimes, you know, if I, if I put this into the hierarchy outside and, and we look at the hierarchy of a, uh, of a corporation, this might be a, a district manager or a regional manager. You've, earned, your, you've earned, earned and worked your way up there to where store managers want to really follow your lead. A lot of times inside of direct selling at this level, you'll find that people are calling you from other companies for advice. It's interesting when you see this. It's at this level that the leaders will accept responsibility. They initiate the growth in their life, if you will. They develop and follow a statement of purpose. It's really no longer about a job description as much as it's about the energy and the statement of purpose. It's where they really start to realize that they are responsible for themselves and they've got to be very self-disciplined. They become a catalyst or, or a change agent, if you will. They also start to realize at this level there will always be difficult decisions to be made. Something that I love, and, and I think it was uh, the the CEO of Silver Dollar City uh, that, that really, I learned this from Joel M- M- Mombi, I think is his name. But it's at this level that instead of just terminating people, you do your best to find a new home for them based on their strengths. It's pretty freaking cool. Level four is people development. People follow because of what you have done for them. They could be in other organizations building, being great salespeople, could be CEOs, but they follow what you're You're sharing the vision that you have. This is where strategic partnerships, co-branding, if you will, come into play. Because they understand that you really aren't out there for you. This is where I am second really comes into play. All of a sudden, people are saying, we want to work with him. We want to work for her. It's where you start to walk slowly through a crowd and you don't have people saying, oh, give me your autograph, give me your autograph. What you do is you have people smile and say, thanks for being you. That's the cool part. It's where all of a sudden you start to realize you've developed key leaders who are not fighting for for uh, political gain. They're not fighting for the next position. They realize they're part of something bigger, a, a greater cause, if you will people start to realize that you're a valuable asset. You place a priority on developing leaders, not developing followers. It's interesting. I love it. You start to to look for and expose other leaders. It's it's that place where it's not about you anymore. It's always about other people. And the fifth level is what we call personhood if you will. It's People follow because of who you are and what you represent. Somebody that comes to mind in this would have been or or still is Billy Graham, you know Mother Teresa, Princess Diana you know these these are people that say, "Wow, you guys represent something that goes far beyond money prestige It's where your your followers." If you will, are loyal and sacrificial, but they're they're powerful leaders in their own right. They understand what you stand for. You've spent years mentoring and molding other leaders at this level. It's amazing. your greatest joys come from watching others grow and develop so how do you how do you climb the ladder if you will of leadership, not the ladder of success? It's a tough road. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not an easy climb. Matter of fact, the higher you go, the longer it takes. You don't just jump from position to to personhood. The higher you go, the more committed you have to be. I can tell you that the higher you go, the easier it is to lead. Now, when you're out front sometimes, people will take pot shots at you. So don't think it's going to be totally easy to be where you're at. But it'd be easier to lead people. The higher you go, the greater the growth. That's the cool part. And the interesting thing is you have to grow upon the level before. It's the only way to do it. So how can you you start to empower others? How can you start to influence the people that you're working with right now? Well, I think number one is you start to influence yourself. You get self disciplined. You start building solid relationships in and, and I get I I call it the sandwich approach, and I'm not even sure where I learned this at. It's just something that, that I've grabbed. Something I've used. I know it wasn't from my drill instructor, because they would never have done this. But you start to build these relationships and And you earn respect from these relationships you, you you start to grow, and the way you do that is it's you 've got to lead from from the sandwich approach and what I mean by that is you 've got to have somebody that you 're following, somebody that you 're learning from a mentor, and then you 've got to have people underneath you that are leading from, that are looking for you for leadership, so that you 're constantly building other people up and you 're constantly growing yourself that 's how you gain that respect that you 're looking for. See when people start to to willingly give you the respect. Now I'm a I'm a firm believer. I have a saying respect is given, trust is earned. So I go into every relationship with respect. I'm going to respect that individual and then I will learn to trust them. And when that happens, then what, what where you end up at is solid commitment from everybody. Because all of a sudden you'll have the right attitude. I wrote this down. When it comes down to it, empowering leadership is sometimes the only real advantage one organization has over another in such a competitive climate as we live in in the United States. So how do you lead them? What can you do to show other people? How can you go from managing to leadership? Number one, evaluate all the people, their knowledge, their skills, their desire. Know what each of your person know where they're at, know what they're doing, know where they stand in the organization. This includes yourself. Number two, model for them what they're supposed to be doing. Show them, don't dictate, show them what needs to be done. If you want people to come to work on time, be there early. If you want people to leave at five o'clock and not four fifty five then you stay till five thirty. That's if you're working nine to five. If you want people to make 25 calls a day on the telephone, you better be making 26, 27. It's that plain and simple. Model for them. Number three, give them permission to succeed. What I mean by that is you've got to expect them to to to, to achieve everything. And you want to verbalize it. For years and years and years, I've told all my boys... And you can do anything you want to do. Don't just go get a job. Go find something that you passionately love. And they've they've tried a million things. And and I'm sure they're all still looking for it. But Dalton, my twenty two year old, twenty three almost, he found what he loves. He's followed a similar path than me when it comes to, to internet marketing and blogging. But he loves he loves video games. He loves the tech world. So he... Launched a website called Tech and Gaming News that's just gaining robust ground, and it's where people are going, CEOs, everybody. And it's because I expected them to succeed, and I verbalized it. I also believe that you got to transfer authority. When people write and say, Troy, your blog, I don't know what's going on, I say, hey, Dalton take care of that. And I just pass it on to him. You've got to show publicly that you have confidence in them. That's one of the reasons that we do the reviews that we do. I just want people automatically, hey, i got confidence in people. Let's go help. Let's go make it happen. You want to supply with honest feedback. I do that with all my supporters, clients, and leaders that call me. And lastly, you got to let them go on their own. Dalton makes all kinds of mistakes, but I let him make them, learn from him, learn from them, and then I come in and help support. See, that's how you build the influence that you're looking for. You know, tomorrow we're going to get into something else. We're going to get into relationships. I think you guys have enjoyed it. It's going to be fun. Hey, it's Troy Dooley, the Beachside CEO, right here, heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive, powered radio. And, guys, you've got to get over on the Home Business Radio Network tonight. Get it. Download the app because we are going to be live celebrating our first year anniversary. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>